Welcome back to the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm Alana here with Jamie for another midweek mini-sode episode, and we're continuing on in our little series on the MBTI personality typing and how that impacts your prayer life. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I really, I got a lot out of our last one. I'm kind of along for the ride. You're kind of the MBTI expert. Kind of so fun. this is fun. I get to just <laughs> learn as I go. I was looking forward to this all day. Well, I could tell when we started, I could tell that there was a tiny, tiny bit of nervousness. Like, where's our outline? And I'm like, yeah, no outline. Let's just do right. it. <laughs> well, speaking of personalities, you're definitely a pantser and I'm a plotter, <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. We'll, we'll get to that one in part four, I think. So today we're talking about uh, intuitives versus sensors. Let's, to be clear, like I don't really love either of these terms. So basically we're talking about how do you take in information. And there's one group of people, MBTI would call these people N, who they kind of take in information more subliminally, more intuitively. And then there are the sensors who basically like they use their senses. It's a little bit more data. So a really good example, I'm an N, my husband's an S. When one of the kids is sick, I'm the first to notice. And I say, I think so-and-so is sick. The very first thing Scott says is, well, have you taken their temperature? Same. Because yeah, for me, I'm like, I can tell they're sick. They are warm to the touch. They are lethargic. They're telling me that they have a sore throat, but Scott wants kind of the, the hard data. And so you're more of a sensor. If you're like my husband, you want hard data to make a decision. You're more of an intuitive. If you... You don't need the numbers, you don't need the hard data, but you can kind of pick it up. So another thing an intuitive is good at is walking into a room and kind of gathering the feel of the people, right? Catching on to the emotional tone of the room. Um, we've even done some episodes on prayer and empathy. I think it's kind of related. Whereas if you're a sensor, you're going to notice more of the actual details, right? You're going to notice that there's five men and three women or things like that. You're going to be the uh, CIA operative that <laughs> that's, I talk about, I joke with my husband about that. Like he, he'll be like, did you see the guy in the green hat with the beige pants that had the such and such a drink and uh -huh, was talking uh -huh. to the lady that I'm like, no. nope, <laughs> no, but here's the stuff that you can pick on. So like as a sensor, you notice all the details, which is good. Like if you're going to be a detective. As a sensor, though, you pick up on the nuances, which is also really important for detectives. Like, so basically an intuitive detection de detective is going to go on his hunches and a sensing detective is going to go on what he observes. And, and they're both necessary, right? This is, again, we're going to say it until everybody's tired of hearing about it. There's not a right or wrong personality. We just want to talk about how you can recognize which of these you are and then how it impacts your prayer life. So what I'm hearing from you, Jamie, is you're pretty clear that you're an N. You're more on the intuitive side. I of think taking so. Things in. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. It's kind of funny because I do, I love science. When I worked in mm -hmm. research, it was, I, I love the hard data, but mm -hmm. I all, but I would say in my everyday life, I, I definitely lean more toward being intuitive. In yeah. My, in, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think we need to be careful about the connotation that somehow being more intuitive is somehow more spiritual or even, you know, I might ruffle a couple feathers here, but even like that, that you're more discerning, like as a spiritual gift type of discerning, like God speaks to you more. 
I think, yes, there's a spiritual gift of discernment. I think there's also just some people who pick up on things <laughs> and maybe don't even know how to explain why they've picked up on it. Right. Like, um, I, I think I've told you on the podcast, my story about playing this violin when I was a teen and I knew from like note number two, or maybe even note number one, that I did not like that instrument, but I couldn't have told you why, right? It's, it's that kind of thing. Um, so again, being one or the other doesn't make you more spiritual. So let's just talk now. Um, if you can recognize which you are, do you gain things by more of the numbers and the data. So here's a, here's a test. Think about the last time you were in church and is the first thing you think about like more numbers and things that can be quantified. There were this many people, these were the songs we sang, or is it more about what kind of experience you had? This is how I felt while I was there, or this is what I noticed about the people around me. That can be a good clue. If people still aren't sure about where you fall on the, um, NS spectrum. So, oh, and you can always Google the 16 personalities quizzes, and this will also break it down for you. And it, it seems to be pretty accurate, the, the quiz results. So now that we've hopefully helped people establish which they are on that spectrum, um, let's talk about how this can impact our prayer life. So as an N, Jamie, as someone who is a little, um, or maybe not even a little, as someone who is intuitive, and you can gather information kind of subliminally, how does that impact your prayers? I think the first thing I think of is that I just, it, it has impacted my prayers in praying with someone else for them. Like if yeah. I'm praying for someone, mm -hmm. um, I feel like, um, I just, you know, I, I think I pick up on cues that aren't yeah. necessarily spoken and it helps me to be able to pray. We talked about this during in intuitive intercession. Um, our right. It's that episode. same kind of thing, but just. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a, it's a benefit when I'm sitting face to face with someone or, you know, praying for somebody mm -hmm. and, I, or even someone that emails us, you know, that I respond yeah. with an email. I just feel like I can read between the lines maybe mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. almost hear their voice through the words typed on the page, you yeah. know, and understand what maybe is underneath the words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love yeah. that. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think that does make make you a great intercessor. And we've talked about there's a difference between praying as an intercessor and prayer as a ministry, right? You can be an intercessory prayer and the person you're praying for has no idea who you are, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also prayer as a ministry. And, and I think you're great at this. And I think that, yeah, your intuition really helps you in this. You're able to be with somebody and yeah, pick up on their cues. Um, when I start to pray for this, do they seem more relaxed or do they seem to be uptight? Where do I need to kind of poke and prod as I'm praying over this person? Um, a sensor, I think, could do it too, but they're going to do it in a way different way. So let's say a sensor writes in with a prayer request to the Praying Christian Women um, email address. You as an intuitive, you're picking up the tone and what's between the lines. A sensor can get to the same type of information. They're just doing it in such a different way. So mm -hmm. maybe they're saying, oh, she called this person my spouse instead of my husband. And somehow they'll they'll get that connotation. They'll understand that difference or my daughter versus my child, right? Just differences in language. Maybe they they pick up on or, oh, I noticed that she didn't say this, but she did say this. And they'll be able to make draw conclusions from that. And then like we talked about, sensors are also pretty good at 
seeing details. And so that's, that's really good. So an intuitive person who's coming to, let's say that you're in a prayer group, who's going to meet before church and pray for the service. An intuitive person is going to be really good at catching on to the tone. What does, what does this body need today? Things like that. A sensor is going to be good at making sure all the bases get covered. Hey, let's pray for the nursery people. Let's pray for the Sunday school people, right? It's a little bit more linear sometimes how they categorize facts in their head. And so they can make sure that things aren't getting skipped. Whereas for an intuitive, it's a little more la-di-da. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. That's a good way to put it. This is what I feel like praying right now, which is perfect and fine. And that's according to your gift. But we also need people who are going to make sure that, you know, the nursery gets prayed for <laughs> and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other tips we can give to sensors. Do you think that a sensor, because they take in facts like that, tend to, do you think a sensor would be more, would enjoy more keeping lists and praying lists? Or do you think that's it could be not necessarily a, like, do you think, I think there's we'll a get correlation? More to that. Yeah. I think the list building comes in part four. It's definitely going to come in. And okay. that has to do with kind of how, how you organize things. But uh, the one thing yeah. that I can see with the sensor is um, more data can help you. So for an intuitive, what might help you pray for uh, human trafficking is reading a memoir about a human trafficking survivor. For a sensor, what might help you is just looking at all the data. Mm-hmm. Right. Here are um, here's the stats of who's in, in, impacted. Um, yeah. So that's that's one thing for sensors. I think that a sensor, you're going to do a better job being able to take in lots of statistics and data and you can turn that into prayer. I think about the I think it's called Encyclopedia World, but I, I might have gotten the. It's something I'll have to look it up, but it's basically the encyclopedia where it's got every single country listed and all the prayer points for that country. So a, if we get to part four and you realize, okay, I'm a very organized person. And if B you realize, okay, I'm a sensor. That means I like gathering information with data. uh, That can be a really good operation world is the name. That could be a really good resource for you. Um, I feel like someone who is just as someone who is more intuitive, could feel maybe less than because they don't like the statistics. They don't like the data. They tune out when numbers get, mm-hmm. you know, thrown out there. Cause that's how I am. And I mm-hmm. love that you mentioned reading about mm-hmm. stories because that is what yeah. I find is I remember things in story form because yeah. I remember the emotions attached to it. I remember mm-hmm. the story flow, but if you give me like statistics or facts, I don't always retain those as well. So it's Mm -hmm. even more of a retention. Um, So just as an encouragement to someone who is intuitive, read fiction, read nonfiction, read, read Read stories, memoirs, memoirs, Mm -hmm. yeah, memoirs of people. And just to help you, I'm thinking of the earthquake in the Middle East recently that, you know, if you, I, I you know, if you don't know how to pray for people, you see this, Mm -hmm. you know, massive number of casualties and who knows how many people affected in general millions. Um, If you just feel kind of paralyzed in that group of data, Mm -hmm. read a story, just read one story about one family or, you know, Mm -hmm. watch the news and, and see what sparks your 
your heart to, you know, mm-hmm. to react and then look into that story. I mean, just don't be afraid to be story driven. Don't, don't feel like you're less than because you, you kind of feel paralyzed when you yeah. are faced with numbers and facts. And on the flip yeah. side of that, if you're not an intuitive and you do like that data, you might feel like it's more cold and less feeling or mm-hmm. something, but mm-hmm. that's not true. Like you said, we need all of, all of everybody. And so if you are driven yeah. by those numbers, then, you know, go in that direction. And if, if you, you know, hear stories or don't like reading about things, go in that other direction and and maybe read some statistics or find mm-hmm. things that do inspire you in your prayers when it comes to praying for world issues or things like exactly. that. Exactly. And then I would give out one last warning for intuitive people, because you do pick up a lot subconsciously. Again, you want to train yourself to be a little bit more aware. Otherwise you might be carrying a lot of like negativity or things like that and not even know why. Um, I think it's also why in some cases, somebody who is really intuitive does need to kind of put some blinders on, like, you know, I, I cannot think about these people impacted by this thing right now, because I need to pray for my best friend who's going through chemo. Sometimes we do need to learn how to be a little bit, what feels like cold and calculating and say, I, I don't have the mental and emotional capacity to take all this stuff in right now. Well, so you. yeah, it's like you talked about with the introvert and extrovert, you have to protect your energy and exactly. always think about, think about it in terms of protecting your energy, not being selfish, but protecting mm-hmm. your energy to be used effectively. Exactly. And if you are more of a sensor, then I, I, I think there can be connotation, especially in um, Christianity and for women, there can be this idea of, oh, well, if you're a sensor, then you must not be a spiritual because, you know, or you're emotionally cold. And that's, that's absolutely not true. And there are certain things that a sensor can do so much better. And I'm not talking about like accounting, <laughs> like for example, my, my husband worked in with foster care families for a couple of years and the stuff he saw would, would break somebody who was too empathetic, but he could jump in there. He could be compassionate. It wasn't that he was cold, but he doesn't take on other people's emotions. And so he could handle that kind of thing, right? Without it causing him any kind of secondary trauma or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, if you are listening and you're like, oh, I'm a sensor, but it sounds like it'd be kind of cooler to be an intuitive or something. Um, no, there, there's a lot of things that um, that intuitives cannot do, or maybe even shouldn't do because of that needs to protect their energy, you know, kind of like the difference between somebody who goes into ER medicine versus, um, oncology, right? Like if you're going into ER medicine, you've got to be able to handle like really fast and, and not feel overly, you just got to go in and do it. Right. And people with the sensing gift have an easier time with stuff like that. Cool. Any other last thoughts that you have on sensing and intuition? No, just kind of the blanket, no matter what you are, like, like own it and be, be thankful that God made you how you are and that there can be crossover. If you don't totally recognize yourself in Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. or the other, you might be kind of more of a mix and that's okay too. Just kind of, you know, be mindful of your strengths. And if any of these tips or descriptions fit you, then run with it. And if they don't, that's okay. Just keep, 
keep on discovering about who you are and how God made you. And just, you know, don't, don't ever think that you're less because you're different from someone that you admire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think about my husband as a censor, um, for him, a lot of his connecting with God has zero emotions, <laughs> right? And and for some people that would bother them. They'd be like, oh, well, you know, I just heard Jamie talk about going into her garage and crying when she was praying. I don't do that. Maybe I'm a, you know, a cold hearted person. No, God has made your emotions different. So my Absolutely. husband is a sensor. His, his kind of quiet time is more in study, right? It's in intellectually learning a lot about God in the Bible. And there's, um, there's beauty in that as well. So I think the, the one last one, don't, don't think that one of these gifts is better or worse than the other. And, Absolutely. um, yeah, except that God made you the way he did for a reason. So go with that. Don't try to pray like Jamie does. Don't try to pray like my husband does. Just learn what works for you. That's the only reason we're diving into this mini series anyway, is to help women learn how to pray like you were designed to pray. All right. That about cool. sums it up. Well, we will see you next time as we continue on in our mini series. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.